This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is not your century. This is not your century, where we celebrate the news and the news media of centuries gone by. I'm King Kaufman. It was Bill Clinton's central campaign promise in 1992 to end welfare as we have come to know it. Now, on July 31st, 1996, in the middle of his re-election campaign, he announced that he'd deliver on that promise. He said he'd back the Republican-crafted bill to overhaul the welfare system. He'd vetoed two similar bills. But now the Republicans had pulled back from some of the harsher positions backed by Speaker Newt Gingrich, ending all benefits for immigrants, taking children away from unwed teen mothers and putting them in orphanages, gutting Medicaid. With the presidential election a little more than three months away, welfare reform was a popular issue with voters of both parties. Reagan-era stories of so-called welfare queens, which were false, had been effective. The idea that welfare was a system that kept people in poverty was a popular one. The idea of welfare reform was to push people into employment, force them to improve their lives. The buzzword was workfare. Clinton's promise to end welfare as we've come to know it was threatening to hang over him like the promise George H.W. Bush had made in his re-election campaign in 1992. And they'll push and I'll say no, and they'll push again and I'll say to them, read my lips, no new taxes. He got a bill he could live with, with the most draconian measures stripped out of it, and he announced his support. Immediately, as many as 70 Democrats in the House who'd been waiting for Clinton's signal said they'd support the bill. Democratic Representative Sam Farr of Monterey, like most Bay Area Democrats, was against it. He said, when the president caves, everybody caves. What it meant was the end of AFDC, Aid to Families with Dependent Children, the Cash Welfare Program. In its place was another acronym, TANF, Temporary Assistance for Needy Families. Emphasis on temporary. The bill would require welfare recipients to get jobs within two years, cap benefits at five years, and sharply reduce aid to legal immigrants. It replaced cash assistance with block grants to the states. When Clinton beat Bush in 1992, he'd run as a so-called New Democrat, a moderate stance that Time magazine described as championing family values balanced budgets, and more cops on the streets. His chief political advisor was Dick Morris. He called it triangulation, taking the best from both parties' views and transcending them to make a third way. It was a fancy way of describing a move to the right. The new system transferred control of aid money from the federal government to the states, which had broad latitude about how to spend it and what requirements they could set up. There wasn't much oversight on how the states spent any money that wasn't used for cash benefits. That gave them perverse incentives. The more people states could kick off the rolls, the more money they'd have to spend however they wanted, 
often on programs like reduced college tuition, things that could be argued to help the poor, but didn't do much for the most desperate, people who needed food, shelter, and health care. The poorest people are often unaware that TANF benefits even exist. One of the state's perverse incentives is not to publicize them. Clinton signed the welfare reform bill on August 22nd. It took the steam out of one of the best issues for his Republican opponent, Senator Bob Dole, who gamely thanked Clinton for supporting the Dole welfare reform proposal. As the economy boomed in Clinton's second term, the welfare rolls did shrink, and employment for single mothers went up, both ostensibly measures of success for welfare reform. But when the economy turned sour, the stripped-down welfare system wasn't up to the task. The percentage of poor families with kids getting benefits went from 68% in booming 1996 to less than 30% during the Great Recession, and the benefits were getting smaller. Thanks to the grants not keeping up with inflation, the purchasing power of TANF benefits have fallen by more than 10% in all but six states. Bill Clinton won re-election handily in 1996, beating Dole and third-party candidate Ross Perot. This has been Not Your Century, a production of the San Francisco Chronicle. Audrey Cooper, Editor-in-Chief. Get great journalism today at sfchronicle.com. I'm King Kaufman. Talk to me on Twitter at King underscore Kaufman. We now return you to your century.